you know, what's going to make me happy today, but that deep, profound, holy conversation with, again, the power that animated you, that when, when you enter into that conversation of what would I love, you are having a conversation with the force of love itself. Hello, I'm Elizabeth Ribbons, your host for Next, a podcast dedicated to telling relatable stories that inspire a fluid approach to life, purpose, and to navigate change. For anyone who has postponed a dream or has felt stuck for some reason and can't seem to make it happen, today's guest can shed some light on realizing dreams. Felicia Searcy, an award-winning transformational coach, international speaker, author, and minister, has been working with people from walks, all walks of life for over 20 years, using a proven process to help them activate their dreams and know the spiritual side of success. Welcome, Felicia. I'm glad uh, you're here. Elizabeth, thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. You know, transformation, I think 2020 is the year of transformation. And I think a lot of people are standing on that corner of life going, okay, I've got to, I've got to pull this together. I've got to make something happen. Or I really wanted to pull that thing out of me, but I'm just not doing it. I think it's an inside job when they get to that point. And that's probably the clients that come to you, right? The people that find you, there's no accidents. They find you. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the people that find you because you said all walks of life. So that they find you somehow, uh, because they're seeking something. So tell me a yeah. little bit about that. So it, it's, it's those folks who have uh, created success in a conventional way. Yes. Um, yes. And that's and, your golden retriever, your golden doodle, by the way. That's a puppy. It is. And I don't know. He's never done this before. So oh, no. he was in here with you. I apologize. Um, so people come to me. That they, you know, they've created a decent level of success, right? But they've done it in the conventional way. And they look around and it's good stuff looking back at them. And they realize, wow, there's so much more that I'm here to do. There's so much more for me to give, to contribute, to know. And sometimes they know what it is. Um, in fact, most of the time they have a sense of it, but it's really fascinating because when they really get into this work, what they thought it was and what it ends up being can be two very different things. That the thing that brought them in the door may not really be the thing that their heart is inviting them to know. So it's understanding that that urge for more, because here's the other thing, is that people will often want to, especially women, will want to apologize for that urge to more, that somehow that there's something fundamentally selfish about it. And the thing that I want to get right off the bat is that that's not your voice. That's life seeking a richer, freer, fuller expression through you and by means of you. It is the way that life calls more from us and grows us and wakes us up into more of who we are created to be. And then we keep pushing it back going, oh, that's silly. I can't do that. I've got all these people yes. that need me or I'm so busy and look at my life is good. Why would I want to rock this boat? Right. And but they know there's something inside that's getting at them, that they know there's a purpose that's deeper. And that's it. That's it. And it takes such courage to listen to that voice. Yes. It, I, really, it's just, it's breathtaking when you allow yourself to stop and notice, you know, whatever, however it's showing up that, that um, a little bit of anxiety or the dimmer switch goes down right? The dimmer switch goes down in other areas of your life that once were really good. 
That's the other thing is to realize is that when the voice shows up, it's not an indication that something's broken. It's an indication that you're graduating. There's a next level of graduation. <laughs> and we are going to do this with my dogs in the background. I, you know, it's fine. If you want to let your doggy in, that's fine too. I mean, well, we're all at home right now. So we're making it work. As well, best. this is what it looks like to build our dreams, right? To live the life that we love in the midst of of life. So I tried to keep him out, but he found No, I see the tail wagging. That is adorable. (laughs) But you know what? That's fine. And um, he's probably just really happy for you to to be talking about what you're so passionate about. So that's great. Um, I I want to get back to, you know, a lot of times too, people will make us feel guilty for wanting to make a pivot or a change or transform. And um, I think it's, or they want you to stay how they know you. They want you to stay how they know you. And so it's like, well, what, am I not allowed to grow or change? And the pivot could be completely something different than what you've done in the past. And so that's a, that's a difficult uh, transition. Well, it is. And the thing that I, I, I encourage folks to know um, is the people that are closest to us, they're going to be the ones that are going to be most impacted by our decisions. Right. And, and they want to be able to be there for me, but there's a couple of things going on. One of them is that there's a voice that gets triggered says, Oh, what, how is this going to impact me? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so it's, it's, it's really difficult for them to separate out their own personal fears and concerns of how it's going to impact them for what they want best for us. Right. For you. Right. Then the other thing is they don't want to, see us in pain. They don't Absolutely. want us to be disappointed. They or don't fail. want us. Or yeah. yeah. And, and they're not doing this. They're not in this work. So, you know, sometimes, so they don't always understand the process, but I think fundamentally the people who love us are coming from a place of love. It may not sound like a voice of love. It may sound like a voice of not being supportive. What do you think you're doing? There's no way. Mm-hmm. But it's a voice of their highest level. My, my experience has been it's their highest level of being able to show up out of concern and love and fear of how is it going to impact them. And so one of the things that I do is I tell people, let the people closest to you, let them off the hook. Oh, I love that. Because yeah, I think a lot of people would be them. like, you're not, you, don't, you don't get what I'm doing. You're not, you, you're not supporting me. And that's not it at all. They have fear. They have, yeah. fear they have fear that, oh my gosh, you're going to leave all this behind for that. I mean, it's, it's just a dream and it's not well, and and that, even that deeper. Kind of yeah. Are you going to leave me behind? Oh my gosh. Yes. Really? That's a fabulous point right there. Yeah, that, I, have a, you- I have a, I have a, you know, from a reinvention, I have a, this quote and I think it is really kind of putting in a nutshell what we're talking about. Reinvention is putting at stake the success you have achieved to realize the possibility you can become. And that's from Tracy Goss. And it's so true. Like we, we really do have to say, okay, am I willing to cross that bridge? Am I willing to take this chance? Because I know that if I do, it'll be even more fulfilling. Like I really will be living out my purpose. And that's sort of like, that's really what your, what your, your work is about. That's Let's it. hear more about that spiritual, you know, pulling that out of someone. Like they know that, that they've got to do something. They've gotten to this place in life where, okay, I've, 
I've checked all the boxes and I'm, I've done all the things and it looks really good on the outside, but inside's not matching the outside. Help me out, Felicia. What do you do? How do you get them, you know, how, just give me a few tips on what you do to get them into a place where they can feel like it's okay to, to feel these feelings. Well, I think it's really important to understand who we are. First of all, who we really are. You know, people often say that we're a spiritual being having a human experience. I say we're a spiritual being having a spiritual experience in a human form. So it's understanding that we are this divine expression Mm -hmm. that, that something so profound decided that we needed to wake up this morning, right? We didn't wake ourselves up this morning. Yes. My alarm went off, but I did not wake myself up this morning, that there was something so profound, this creative life force, this, this infinite energy that animated everything, animated each one of us personally, um, that woke us up, that's breathing us. We can't even breathe on our own. Mm-hmm. And that we are all here to wake up to this amazing magnificence that's us. It's right. breathtaking how that's powerful amazing. we are. Wake up to this amazing magnificence that we are. That's us. That's, that's really, it's about waking up right? That's it. And our dream, right? So right now, you know how to do your current life really well, right, Elizabeth? And and now you're stepping out into a new initiative. And, you know, you're being called and you're so clear about what you're being called into and you have stepped into it. Um, And it's it's the call, right? That it's not you, I want to do this. But when you understand that it really is a call, It's it's a call for something so much bigger than you. And there's something so much bigger than you at work in you. Mm-hmm. And when you accept that call, oftentimes people will say, Oh, that's so arrogant. It's just ego. It's actually a highest form of humility. Because when you wow. understand that there's something bigger than you and can use you, that's humility. And when we really get that, then we stop resisting that. We stop thinking we're selfish. We stop thinking that it's all about ego and understand that it's all about the expansion of love and what's, what's the essential, what's real. You know, I think too, it's, it's that people that meet you, they're at this apex where, okay, I've created and I can, what is that where you can, you have a picture board and you can create all those things. A vision that, board. A vision board. And you have all those things that you really want. But I've always said, if, if the spiritual isn't in it, then there's not, it's going to be empty. There's not going to be that connection. And that's ultimately the connection we're all looking for about whether we know it or not. And so as we climb this, you know, these stairs in life and we get to a place, all of those things have taught us something, but maybe it's not our, our, you know, our swan song. We have that yet another thing we were asked to do and it's either, okay, I'm going to hang out here and not do it. Or I'm going to take the chance and, and my family members and loved ones might go, okay, she's, she's acting a little crazy. But you know what I mean? Like, but the thing <laughs> is, is, you know what I'm saying? But it's taking that and being courageous enough to, to listen to that. So that's, that's what you wake up in people, right? Yes. And the thing yes. about it is, is that, you know, you, know, you mentioned the vision board um, mm-hmm. thing. And, uh, you know, pretty much everybody's done that, right? Right. And, it, and oftentimes that's coming from a place of... Um, what I call get energy, right? And I am not saying that, that, you know, absolutely go for the car, go for the house, you know, go for whatever. But understand that when you 
really allow yourself to be pulled, allow yourself to be guided, that you understand that it's not the getting that's the goal. It's the transformation, who you need to become in the process in order for that to happen. And that it's coming to understand that when we say yes to that, it's that then becomes our highest form of contribution. And then the other thing to realize, Elizabeth, is that there's one thing to do what I call episodic manifestation. I can look at the vision board. I can do it long enough to manifest whatever it is that I want. But I have not fundamentally changed, which means I'm still walking through life thinking my life will get better when I get this. (laughs) Thank you. Right? Yeah. And I think a lot of people get to that place and just go, wait, I got the prize. But it's not, it's not what I thought it would be. And it's like, well, if you don't have that spiritual connection to the prize, then the prize just sort of is going to be empty. Because it, it's a humble thing to say, okay, I have these ideas and wants, but if it's not for my greater good, if it's not what the plan is for me, you know, on a higher level, then I don't need to have it. I think saying that and being willing to say that is huge. And I think... That alone probably takes work. That's, in, that's an inside job right there. And I'm well, sure you have to work with people on that. Absolutely. And the thing about it is, is that all of it's an inside job, right? Yeah. Yeah. That our world is, is, the, is a reflection of our highest level of identification and our highest level of awareness of who we are right now. And so when you get in touch with that desire um, and you really get in touch, because one of the things that I work on with people is working with the most potent, powerful question that we can work with, which is, what would I love? What would I love? And and not from a place of superficial, you know, what's going to make me happy today, but that deep, profound, holy conversation with, again, the power that animated you, that when, when you enter into that conversation of what would I love, you are having a conversation with the force of love itself. Mm -hmm. And when you allow that to guide you, then then you understand that, yes, it's not only for your highest good, but what's for your highest good is for the highest good of everybody around us. Mm -hmm. And, And when you really understand that there is no separation between what you're creating and the influence and the impact that you're having on other people, you, you, you become, um, um, there's a reverence, there's a reverence in relationship to the desire. Because again, you understand that your desire, and this is a major thing to work on with people, is to, um, the biggest, one of the biggest things that people I work with, again, particularly women, struggle with, and I said this early and I want to bring it back around again, is trusting the source of their desire is really understanding that one of the, one of the most powerful, courageous contributing things that they can do is to listen deeply to what's seeking to come alive through them and for them and to notice where they water it down. Notice where they water it down of, I can't do that. Who am I going to leave behind? This is being selfish. When you water it down, what you are actually doing is watering down your ability to relate, connect, and transmit the spiritual energy. Mm -hmm. That when we are fully present for that deep desire, 
what we're really present for is that holy conversation with the divine energy moving through us. And now we become that conduit. Our desire is the conduit through which this energy moves. And this is a, it's, it's one of those, um, people come like uh, excited about a dream. Yes. But it, it's exactly what you're talking about. What they realize is that, okay, it's the invitation for the transformation and to stay in the process, yeah. in the process of the transformation, because that's what's really going on. That's ultimately the prize. Because yes. what you do on the outside, always, that's, that's fulfilling. But that inner connection is the ultimate. That's the end goal. That's the, that's the result. They may not come to you, you're saying, asking for that. But no. they know that they need to make this. They're like, wait, it's just not working. And boy, I'm a real dynamic person. I don't know why I can't make this thing work. And that's, that's, the, that's the missing link. There, there's you, help that, you help that link connection. And ultimately, you need nothing else. I mean, other than that, it's like the concentric circles, right? So, so you really help them. That's fantastic. So you're saying that you get people from all walks of life and they come to you and, and you start with the, the understanding what their dream is. But really, through your process, you help them to realize the deeper sense of it. And that's fantastic. Give me a yeah, and here's the beautiful thing about it. The, the results happen. Oh, yeah. You know, but, but the difference is, is that now they're able to be fully present for the full journey. We go deep into understanding universal law of understanding, you know, the power that we really do have and how to effectively work with that power intentionally, how to step into a whole new way of being. And when things change, you're able to be fully present for the new results and deeply experience it. It's not check on to the next thing. Now, it may be on to the next thing, but there's a deep sense of fulfillment and gratitude. And here's the other thing that happens. People understand what true freedom is because people often mistake when I get the money in my checking account, when I get the work, when I get build the business, when I have the relationship, when I get the house, then I will be okay. Mm-hmm. And they think when things change, then they're okay. Mm-hmm. That's not freedom because things are always changing. I mean, 2020, here we are. True freedom is when you understand what the cause of the creation of those results were in the first place. And when you understand how to work with this infinite energy in a, uh, an effective, intentional way, now you've got freedom. Now you've got the keys to anything that you desire, and you're coming from a place of deep purpose and contribution. That's beautiful. And, and it keeps you sanguine, agile, flexible, because if yes. you've got that, you've got, it's like the concentric circles, you've got that, everything else follows. So if things change up, like this, this year has been just a whopper, yeah. we're looking at it, you and I and many others will look at it as, okay, there's opportunities here. And I'm looking at where my true self and my, my best self fits into this, but I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to be a, allowing that to, to be. I have an idea, but I'm allowing that rather than, oh my gosh, everything's changing. What will I do? It's all falling apart. It's a it's from the at the outside in kind of of uh, yeah. response. So failure. I mean, I think when we're hitting up against a, a hard stop, or we're really coming through a, a tough time in life, and we all have had those. 
you know, I think that's when we really start asking the questions. And, and sadly, you know, people get upset about failures or get, you know, bad times and, and difficult times. But those are where we really have to dig deep. And I think yeah. the universe is asking us, dig deep, find, find the answers there. And this is something that can't be done alone. I think that, you know, doing it alone it might be, but I, I really do think we need to seek out people like yourself to help us get across that bridge to the other side and um, help us sort of mirror what it is that journey is and, and guide us along. Um, I'm so excited about what you do and how you help so many. Can you give me just some, a couple, you don't have to say names, but just like a couple of things that you've seen happen with people. Um, yeah. Well, so let me, let me back up just for a moment and say this, that um, when failure happens, when these really challenging time happens, this is not about doing a spiritual bypass and not having a human experience. Right. There is a, there's been a terrific amount of loss. I mean, okay. very real loss for people. And, and this is not about, it's all rainbows and unicorns and hiding your head in the sand. Thank you. Give yeah. yourself permission to have the human experience. Let yourself have the feelings and don't camp up, don't pitch a tent there. Right. So it's, it's not, we don't, we don't want to stuff or gloss over but not dwell either. So, um, so one of the things that I've, I've watched with the, the people that I've had an honor um, to work with is that they've leaned in. They've leaned in and, and faced some really tough challenges, like everybody is, right? Pretty much, it's so fascinating, Elizabeth, that we are in a global experience yeah. of just fundamentally questioning and challenging everything that has been in place up to this point. We're going through it globally and we're going through it individually. And as I have watched the people that I've had the honor of working with, as they've leaned into the container that I've designed and, and have offered to them, get even more committed to their dream, understand even more just how powerful they really are mm-hmm. using these superpowers that we have in the form of our creative capacity, our imagination, and our ability to generate feelings that match what it is that we want, showing up, asking, who do I want to be in this moment, even in the face mm-hmm. of these conditions? Yeah. Who is the woman? Who is the man who created this result before it happened? Staring, not pretending that this stuff is not going on, but seeing it for what it is and knowing in the moment that there's something bigger than them bigger than any outside factor condition moving through them with my help, learning how to tap into that and, and creating amazing results, deeper relationships, saved marriages, businesses that are doubling and tripling right now where Mm -hmm. other people are, you know, closing the doors. And here's the thing about the doubling and tripling that what it represents is that people are being impacted by their work. Because they're not backing up and backing away, people are being able to be served by their work. And there's a ripple effect. You know, I've got one client who's continuing to grow her business, and she's still taking monthly adventures with her family. That was her dream when we first started working together. And, And with what's going on where we are in the world right now, she's been able to discover other ways to do this in order to be present for her family. You know, so it's, that's the full spectrum. That's the all walks of life. It's, it's not one area or the other. It's, it's all areas integrated together as we're full spectrum beings. And 
leaning in and allowing the current circumstances to inform and grow and transform us. Um, It's, it's been breathtaking to watch the transformation that's been happening in people in terms of them discovering even more of who they really are, their poise, their confidence, their courage, and, and their results are changing as well. Even in this, even in this, they're growing exponentially. During this year of, of such tumultuous change. Yes. And I, and I heard what you said. It's the serving rather than the getting they get into a serving where they're serving others and they're receiving, I guess in, you know, this inspired this, this connection that we're talking about. So let's talk about that. How, how, People, when they turn around and say, I'm serving people rather than I'm running a business and I'm going to build it really big, blah, 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 blah. Let's talk about that, how we can flip that and make it uh, actually more abundant because we're serving. Well, there's several layers to that, right? We we can't cover it today, all of it, but we can touch (laughs) on it a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, well, so so when you think about it, First of all, when you're truly coming from a place of contribution, there's so much more satisfaction, fulfillment, and fun. Yes. Because part of that is understanding that it's not you. That when we're in a get mentality, I got to get, I got to get money, I got to get clients. You know, it's, in a, it's a competitive mindset. And, and it's, you know, you against somebody else always, right? Whenever there's a get energy, it's always you against somebody else and you're disconnected. You're disconnected from the very source that created. You cannot be in a get energy and connected to the divine at the same time. The two are incongruent. Mm-hmm. So when you really move into this place of deep contribution in serving through the fulfillment of your dream, then you understand, number one, you're not doing it alone. And I'm not just talking about my help, your help, you know, because you help people brilliantly as well. It's learning how to open up even more to allow this divine help, letting human forms help you with that. Um, there's, there's, a, um, there's a sense of, um, of freedom. There's a sense of um, letting go of the urgency, being mm-hmm. able to be more fully present for people. And then it just, it's, there's just so much more of a sheer joy and fun and curiosity, you lose so much of the angst. I'm not saying altogether, you know, this isn't like utopia, perfect, uh, a perfect existence, but much greater in a much greater way. You, um, uh, you have a much greater degree of um, uh, a sense of well-being and fulfillment and truly being able to be present in the moment. Life just gets better. When you're in a place from contribution, life gets better. And then here's the thing. That's who you're being, right? And if we look at, you know, vibration and law of attraction, that's who you're being. That's what you're transmitting. And that's what you're now drawing to you. And, And the beautiful thing about it is that now you're able to fully appreciate it even more because now it's not this thing that, oh my gosh, now I'm going to be okay. Right. It's again, I, as I shared earlier, it's not a fix. It's, it's a, it's a demonstration. It's a, um, it's an, it's an extension. It's a normal extension. And there's just this deep sense of well being that happens for you. And you just, you know, life just can't get any better than that. 
and 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 you feel I think what you're saying too, it sounds like you feel less burdened. You just feel less yes. burdened by all of life and that heaviness is lifted. Um, so I wonder, you know, I just was wondering if, if you work mainly with people who are in middle years in life, who've had, a, you know, experiences under their belt and they're just saying, hey, this, this isn't connecting with me. I'm not getting to that next place or what have you. Or do you sometimes work with younger people? I'm curious because yeah. um, I think this uh, going inside takes a bit of time to realize, wait, all this outside stuff isn't working. But I do believe that younger people will adopt this because there's so much noise out there, so much noise, that we all need to develop our inner, our inner self, our true nature, our divine connection. So um, I'm wondering, like, yeah. do, you, do you work well, with younger so, people? Or? So when you say, when, you know, when I say all walks of life, I mean all walks of life because it's really kind of fascinating. I did at one point, and I don't know where it is now, but I realized I'm pretty equally evened out in terms of clients where I've got clients in their early 30s, mid 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, late 70s, you know, that's all across the spectrum. And I think what it is, is I think people are waking up to more earlier. Yes. That they, you know, and that's what I'm finding that, you know, the, the, um, the people that are coming to me the younger people, because I'm 60, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, especially the ones that are in their late 20s, early and mid 30s, that they're, they're, they're aware earlier mm-hmm. that there's a different way of doing it. And, and that they, they are not willing to settle for what they have conventionally been um, told, this is the path. And I'm delighted when they show up. In fact, yeah. I just had several enroll who were in their early thirties. And I had several who just enrolled with me that are in their mid to late seventies. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so it, so it's all across the board. Right. And here's what I love about this, Elizabeth. I think just collectively we're waking up. Yes. We're waking up that there's more moving through us. There's more want that this energy wants more from us and for us and, and, and waking up to the contribution and waking up to the power that we have and how to intentionally unlock it, unleash it and put it in service to what is it that we love and to be very intentional with that. So, so they're all across the board. I mean, I, I look at my roster of clients right now, my roster of clients that I've had, you know, because I work in groups, so I have a, a higher volume of mm-hmm. clients that I, um, just am thrilled to be able to work with. And I'm, I am really honored that they're just, they're all across the spectrum. There is, I, there, I have no, I know you're supposed to what's your niche and who's your target. And, no, you know, no, I think it hasn't worked out for me yet. They're just all over the, they're all over the, the board. Well, no, I think your niche is definitely, um, you know, spiritual, the spiritual side of success. Yes. That could be anyone. And I'm excited to hear that there's younger people too, because, you know, uh, my husband and I, uh, we got this wonderful gift card to go to like a tea, tea room and sample teas. And there was these two, I would say millennials younger talking to us. And you just sit and you sample all these wonderful teas. And it was a rainy day and they were talking with us. And we really got this feeling that, you know, we, we, 
that they're looking for something on the inside because they're, they've grown up in the era of such technology and there's so much noise and there's so much coming at them that it's mind boggling. And so it was just this really great conversation. And I was, I left really, but it was a great experience to begin with. Um, but I was hopeful that, you know, yeah. this, this, this next generation coming up, I think is wise. And um, I think that they're, they are willing to adopt this feeling that they're feeling early in life. And um, that's a noise in my, in my household here. Can you hear someone just beeping their horn? Anyway, I just felt so hopeful when I left because I felt like it was this great, this great understanding that it's not just the people who have lived and gone down that road. I think our generation spent a lot more time trying to gather and get. <laughs> and so, yeah. uh, you know, we, and so we're turning around and, um, maybe just helping those ones up like you are to, to really maybe tr- position themselves a different in a different way in this life. I just, that's so exciting, Felicia. It is. I'm thrilled. So and it's, it's a very different conversation. And here's what's interesting is that there's a generation that's now hit their twenties. That's the next generation beyond the millennials, right? Mm-hmm. That we have another generation coming up after the millennials that are waking up as well. And so it's just, it's, it's, it's noticing sooner this this deep stirring this deep desire for something more you know I found this stuff when I was 22 Mm -hmm. and grateful that it it was very early on that this was foundation so I didn't find it in my my middle years I found it right at the front end of my uh working life my vocation so Mm -hmm. This is always my my working life. This has always been uh, a foundation for me, and I'm thrilled that there are people who are finding it at the age that I found it. Right. And, um, you know, they're they're waking up to the reality that they're more than who they think themselves to be, mm-hmm. and there's more for them to experience, to give, to be, to do. I think that's it too, is that this generation, these, these, these generations coming up want to give, they, they want to, they want to experience life and of course be out there doing, but they want to give as well. And I think that's really inspiring and exciting and hopeful. Um, So, wow. I'm glad that you have a mix of people that you, that you work with. And um, so going forward, what do you see for yourself as far as what do you really want to continue doing what you're doing? Are you creating any new, any new, uh, programs you said you work in groups is it mainly I think women work really well in groups I think it's sort of this necessity yeah you find that that's really I guess a positive to have them working in the groups what I love about group the the groups is the um the deep sense of community that happens and they can hear themselves and they can hear themselves in one another um and in terms of the things that they're struggling with and in terms of um, the good stuff that's happening for them and the inspiration for each other. And the, and the, um, you know, so we're teaching, right. We're there. I'm, I'm helping them understand universal law. And then there's coaching to see how it applies. You know, where, where are you applying this in your life in relationship to your dream? Everything is in relationship to their dream because that's the catalyst for their growth. That's the thing that they want and it's the catalyst for their growth. So when they're in a group and somebody else, somebody else gets it, 
they hear where they can get it. And then when somebody else asks a question and I'm able to support that person with coaching and guidance and the answer to the question, it, impa- it impacts everybody in the group. Um, That's nice. Yeah, it is. It's just, it's, it's a, uh, I rarely, you know, every once in a while I'll work with somebody privately, but, and everybody I work with is in some kind of group because I just, it's, um, it's such a key part of the process. Um, so it's very community um, uh, minded, culturally community based. I, I think that is really powerful because we grow from each other. So, so you're guiding them and that's clearly they're there for you and they're bring they're taking in what you're saying, but they might be saying something out loud to another person in the, in the group. And that person goes, Oh my gosh, I, I felt like that too, or I've had yes. that experience. And so it, it supports it even more because a lot of times, especially women, we isolate, we're so busy taking care of people going through life and, and, and keeping all the plates, you know, up in the air and, and, um, you know, a lot of times we just are in our head. And so yeah. having that group to talk with that community, I think is so powerful. And really that's, that's gotta be incredible. And um, yeah. And the other thing that happens, it gives people the ability to let the people closest to them. So it gives my clients the ability to let the people closest to them off the hook because they're not looking to them for something that, that their spouse, their partner, their friend, their family member just may not be able to give them. So then they're able to come into the community and get that support, you know, because I don't have anything invested. If somebody builds a business, I'm deeply invested in them because I care for them Um, and I want them to succeed. But if something happens, it's not going to directly impact me. Right. Right. And there's, there's a, there's a freedom in being able to really be present with somebody when you don't have, when you're not like tied up and being directly impacted by whether it works or not. And so when, you, when you're able to have that outside support who's just there for you with no agenda, it gives me the ability to have no agenda for people. It gives the community the ability to have no agenda for them. It's just, there's something remarkably freeing and supportive in that. And then you're able to come back into your environment yeah. See what the people there are giving you because you're not asking for something that they're not giving you. So right. you're able to recognize and appreciate what they are giving you and, and, and be present and appreciate it. That is so crystal clear. I just love how you're so clear, Felicia, on that. That is so very, very powerful. How um, I, I talk with women and they're, they're talking about their mate and he's not he's not this and he's not doing that and la la la. And, and um, you know, I have circles of women that I talk with and one of the women, I, I knew it, but she said it. It's like, well, then you need to just let him have his process and maybe you seek out your friends like we are talking now. And, you know, that sort of, don't put it all on your, on your partner or the people close to you because they're not where you are. And that, I love that you said, you know, just uh, it, just be appreciative of the support that they can give you, that they're capable of giving you. And you, Felicia's therapy, you have no fear in that, in that growth that they're, that they're, those steps that they're taking. Whereas other people are, are fearful, like we talked about earlier in, in the show, that, you know, there's this fear of, oh my gosh, she might fail. Oh my gosh, this might be just really ridiculous or whatever their fears are. So yeah. it's just so supportive and great. And I think too, that women um, 
find such strength in groups and that we yes. haven't been in the work world or in the, in the, you know, that we're all going to be out working, but we haven't been out there as long as men have. And men found their ways of doing it. And I think women are really finding theirs. And one of the things is going inside, which we all need to do. But I also think that the, the, the community is huge, yes. huge, whether, you know, um, you seek out a community. I always seek out circles of, of support in different areas of my life. And uh, if I put it out there, it usually I start finding these people and I just say, hey, let's all, and they may not be in the same town as me. We all Zoom and we talk regularly. And by them saying things makes me go, oh my gosh, you know, that is a wonderful thing to say or, or do. So I really appreciate your clarity and you're just so, so gifted with this and I and I just I just such light and I just really um, appreciate you Sarah, Felicia for, for um, coming on and talking is there anything else that you would like to to add to this conversation before we go yeah the only thing that I would want to emphasize um, is if, if there's nothing else that you get from this it's to really understand the nature of your desire that desire is not your desire. That is life. This life force that animated you, that created you, moving through you, seeking a richer, freer, fuller expression by means of you. It is the way that life is waking you up to more of who you are created to be and more of what life wants for you and from you. Trust and give way to your desire. Listen deeply and trust and give way to your desire. And know that the very fact that you have the desire means that you have everything inside of you required to bring it into form. So start listening deeply by asking the holiest of all questions that you can ask, which is, what would I love? So that's what I would I, I love that. The trust. That's just fantastic. So thank you again. What would I love? I want to just keep that mantra in my mind today. Yes. And uh, I just, again, I'm so grateful for all your service and your work and the work that you're doing for others. So thank you again, Felicia. And um, thank you, Elizabeth. I look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you again for listening. You can find links to any mentioned resources, mine and my guest social media and more all in the show notes at ElizabethRibbons.com. That's ribbons with one B. Enjoying the show? Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and share this episode with a friend or coworker. Reviews and word of mouth is still the number one way to learn about new podcasts, so I appreciate it. Until next time.